The most important thing right now is for you to tell the truth. A report's been filed. We know the whole story. I wanted to feel free. I wanted to do what I wanted for the first time in my life. He's your student. That's like a monumental abuse of power. Everyone's freaking out about this, man. The police came to my house today. What the hell's going on with you, Eric? Has Miss Wilson ever been inappropriate with you? I love you. I love you. They've issued a warrant for your arrest. I can't eat. I can't sleep. I can't move forward with my life. I have to live with this forever. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. TV concierge, my name is Bill Simmons. I'm with Mallory Rubin, we just watched episode seven of A Teacher. It's a series on uh, FX. You can also find it on Hulu. You can find it on Hulu at 9.01 on Monday nights, which uh, the pandemic, I've reached a point in my life where I can't wait till 9.01 on Monday nights. I don't know why I like this show so much. I think it's really well done. And last week I talked to Mallory and I said, Watch all of a teacher, and then we'll do TV concierge on Monday. Right. What, what'd you think? Tell me, tell me what you think through seven episodes. So, to be clear, I had seen none of the show. I had not even seen a full trailer for the show. I, I was familiar with the casting, the premise. I watched the first six episodes that had already aired um, all in a row on mm. a Friday night. <laughs> late in the evening into the wee hours. And then this was the first episode that I watched at, at 9.01 per your very specific instruction and guidance. So between watching the first six episodes and then watching the seventh one, I did watch the trailer for the season. It's been a very confusing sequence of events for me. What do I think? I don't even know where to begin. It's <laughs> really something. I'm both excited and terrified to be here with you tonight. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to tiptoe carefully. Oh, God. Oh well, God. I will say for people who haven't seen the show yet. Yeah. First of all, you should watch it. It's good. Uh, if you have seen the show, the seventh episode, it's kind of the aftermath. So those first six episodes, this kid falls in love with his teacher. He's 17 when they fall for each other, but celebrates his 18th birthday during the relationship. It's definitely illegal. It's definitely not great. She's married. And then uh, it's going so well. And they have such a strong connection. And she's feeling so good about it. Like a dumbass, she tells her teacher friend about it. An astounding moment. Yeah, I'm still shocked by it. The teacher's like, you're glowing. I know you have another guy. What's going on with you? And then she's like, it's Eric. It's my student. <laughs> the friend's like, what? I'm reporting you. Uh, yes. Ends up 
as we find out in episode seven, goes to jail. County jail. Eric, the student, is now in college and he's kind of like the man and he's got this reputation as the guy who bagged his teacher and he's in the frat. But as we find out during the episode, not great for Eric and it's not turning out well. And this is the the flip side of, of, I guess, uh, celebrity. I don't know. Local celebrity. What would you even call it? Uh, The prestige of being the guy. Notoriety. Notoriety, I think. Good word. But I thought this episode was important because it established like, hey, actually that relationship, not great. Not good times. Bad times. Yeah. So again, because I hadn't seen the full trailer, I I, I don't think I knew heading into this experience that there was going to be such a wide swath of time covered. That was a shock to me. I thought that the bulk of the season would probably be the affair, the illicit affair. Me too. And that the, in essence, conclusion would be uh, one of them telling somebody or them them being found out in some way and then, of course, dealing with the consequences. The fact that that all transpired midway through the season and now clearly the second half of the show is going to be about them both, presumably. We didn't get Claire Wilson. We didn't get Kate Mara in this seventh episode, which was no. interesting. Presumably, the, the, the second half of the show will be about both of them coming to terms with their feelings, not only for each other, but about what has transpired in their lives. And this episode focused on Eric processing not only what other people know about him, but what what he knows about himself. Yeah. And I think that this is probably a show where I won't be able to say until the entire thing is finished, and perhaps even until a rewatch, whether I thought it was properly paced and whether I got the parts of the story and the insights into their lives that I wanted. Because, again, we're recording this like the second tonight's episode ended. After the sixth episode, I was not into the pacing and the change of of how I thought this was going to unfold. Again, based on nothing, but a, a clearly misplaced assumption. But now I'm like, oh, no, this is actually more interesting. This is actually a more compelling character study and an assessment of trauma and grief and confusion. The the choices people make, self-destructive tendencies, what inform those tendencies? How can you grapple with something that society norms, literally laws, tell you is wrong and that feels right to you? Can it possibly be right if it is to everyone around you so clearly wrong? If we get half of a season of a show exploring that, I think it could be pretty interesting. Couldn't agree more. The way I would compare it watching this, because at some point, I don't know, around episode three or four, they have such mm-hmm. a good connection. And the two actors are so good. Kate Mara, who I've loved forever. Uh, what's, the, <laughs> what's the guy's name? Eric, the lead? It, so his character is Eric Walker. The actor is uh, Nick Robinson. And he's from Love, Simon, or one of those Love shows Simon. that my yep. wife and daughter watch. He's a good actor. That's right. And their he's connection, really every... The way it builds, and then when they kind of find each other illicitly, it's almost like watching the movie, uh, like a movie like The Town, when it's like these bank robbers who are, you know, assaulting bank security guards and shooting cops, and you're kind of rooting for them to get out of it. It it plays this Jedi mind trick on you, and that's why I thought tonight's episode was important because it was like, yeah, actually that was really bad. She's in jail. And he's really mm-hmm. fucked up. And that's that's why we have laws against this stuff. They did a nice job of like kind of rope-a-doping it, I thought. 
Well, that that's one of the things that I, I I appreciated about the again shocking exchange between Ms. Wilson, Claire Wilson, the teacher, yeah. and her her colleague Catherine. Mostly, I was just I was shouting out loud. I watched this with <laughs> with Adam, my husband, got him to watch the whole thing with me. And we were both like screaming at the TV. She's she's not really about to tell her, is she? Because yeah. it's just, uh, there's no part of a, a, frankly, a rational mind that would think that was the right decision, right? Yeah, but even worse, you're rooting for her not to tell her. You're like, no, no, don't tell her. So <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, keep the secret. I'm glad that you said that because that's actually why that scene is important. It's a check not only on Claire, but hopefully on everybody watching at home when Catherine says, because Cla- what's Claire's justification, remember? Well, he's 18. So first of all, he was not 18 when they started no. sleeping together, right? Because the weekend getaway is for his 18th birthday. They have been uh, they have been sleeping together before that. So they started sleeping together before he was 18. But what else is a part of that conversation? Her colleague says to her, that is uh, such a colossal abuse of power. And that's the other thing that the show mm. actually has an obligation to do. The ages, of course, the legality of it, of course, but also the nature of a power dynamic and the nature of society structures, how people interact, what is expected of them, and how everybody else, again, not only the people in that situation, but everybody else around them is inherently going to respond to that. I thought the other thing that was astounding astounding to me was the husband's response to learning about this. We can get through this. I want to make it work. (laughs) Not, not only you cheat, did you cheat on me, but you've committed a crime and you're about to be shipped off to county jail and you have shamed, brought shame upon me and our family. Right. Yeah. You'll you'll never work. work again. You're a convicted felon. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. I'm sorry about all the guitars. I want to make it work. Yeah, we're going to talk about that guy five minutes from now because he's, in a weird way, the most important character of the show. Nate from Succession. I can't wait. This show put, the show preys on everybody who has grown up like me. There was always that one teacher and every horny 15-year-old, 16-year-old, 17-year-old always fantasized about, oh, that one teacher. Oh, if if only. But it was never going to happen. And if somebody had pulled it off, everybody else in school would have reacted the same way they do in that show, which I think there's so many authentic things about even when he goes to college in this episode tonight. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, is it true? And they're asking questions. That's exactly what would happen, by the way. I know people don't want to hear that, but that's how it would play out. And I think the authenticity of it is what makes it when he's lying at the end of episode seven on Mushrooms going... Yeah. Basically, I miss her. And you're like, oh, man, this dude is fucked up. This is why this lady had to go to jail. The uh, I'm glad you brought up his his peers, basically. First of all, I would like to just spend a few moments here talking about Cody. And I hope I hope that that, that, that kid has a long and fruitful career. Give Cody a spinoff immediately. I want Cody's years at Texas. Was, <laughs> he's the one who was in college already with the longer hair. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So that, that guy's Logan's a good actor. Brother. Yeah, he's great. Like, yeah, completely magnetic. I, I had. I don't think I. He, you know, he had a face that looked familiar, and I thought, what have I seen him in? And then I was scanning his IMDb, and I don't think I actually have. He just looks like it's he so could funny. have been in my Everybody wife, Wants Some. My <laughs> like, wife loved him too, and was like, "Where's this guy from? I love this guy." Yeah, he, yeah he's he, definitely he's a big winner on this show. He's tremendous, but 
the thing that's interesting about what you just said is that it's not just uh, Eric's fellow classmates, all the people he meets at college who are lauding him for being this, uh, for, 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 for being this, this, this legend, as you said, this yeah. local legend has sprung up around him. But he had those moments earlier in the show, in the first half of the season, where he would sit in his bedroom and look at himself in the mirror and say, I'm the fucking man. Right. And again, I think that the show is, you know, it's attempting to be a couple of different things at once. It's clearly attempting to be a little bit salacious and a little bit shocking. But also, I think clearly now to be a, a you know, to to examine the psyches of the, the people who are living through these things. And he despite multiple moments in this show, in this episode, where he kind of leans into that, you know, he's put on the spot with the fellow pledges uh, at the frat, uh, oh, you know, a full bush or landing strip. And you can yeah. see on his face, like how totally despondent he is, how much he wants to flee from that situation. But he, he plays along, right? Because that's part of life is trying to fit in. And he's still kind of at war with himself, even in that moment. And then the girl he meets at the party, right? He's, uh, she's lauding his sexual prowess. Where did you learn that? And she brings up she knows too, right? She saw him at yeah. the party and that's why she was drawn to him because he's that guy. And the fact that he knows that everybody thinks of him that way, that he's that guy, but it's not actually that he wants to run away from that and distance himself from that. That's still the thing in his life that he's most drawn to. Right. Well, it's the coolest thing he has going for himself, which I think he probably eventually starts hating himself for it. It's like, people see me as this person. I thought this was cool, but I'm, I'm pretty quickly self-destructing here. I, I mean, the other piece is that he was really in love with the teacher. And Still they is. did a, a really good job of establishing. It wasn't like some bogus, like they, this show, I think one of the reasons I'm fascinated by this show is it could have gone so badly. There's oh, yeah. so many ways oh, it could have gone wrong. The way his friends interact is is really good. They really seem like actual friends that would behave this way. All the reasons the connection with the teacher grows stronger and stronger. Like she takes him on campus. I forget what episode that is. And yeah. they go to the party quick and then they sit out and she's kind of feeling him out. And it's just really well written. It's really well acted. It's really good. I'm really glad you mentioned that scene, though, because I think that, again, at the at the end of the season, we'll look back at that as one of the most tragic moments. Because if you recall, what does she say to him when they're sitting on kind of the side of the porch, sipping their orange juice? Don't miss this. Don't miss this time in your life. And that's exactly what's happening to him right now, right? Why does he leave the induction ceremony at the frat? I don't want to do this. Well, what don't you want to do? Any of it. Like, he yeah. can't exist in the moment perhaps with the exception of with his new hallway mate, Micah, and their magic mushrooms out on the quad, because he's sitting at his desk and instead of writing his term paper, he's Googling Claire. He's at home with dinner, having dinner with his mother and his brothers, presumably this one moment where he can approximate something like normalcy, you know, back in his child at home. What does she ask him? Have you started going to counseling? He can't escape this. And again, he simultaneously, it's like a constant state of dissonance for him. He doesn't want to talk about it and think about it because how could he move forward if he's always pulled back into that morass? But it's also the only thing he wants to think about because it's it's still consuming him. Right. There's nothing wrong, but there is something wrong. He, yeah, I mean, the, he, you know, he's, he's kind he, of going back and forth. Of a, truck going however many miles per hour and said faster, 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 and then let go and was 
hurled when they came across a log into the sandy gravel of the Austin streets. So the show makes the key decision, I think, of they make him 17, almost 18. Yeah. If if he's 15, first of all, I don't think they could have this show. I I think it's 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 almost like, oh my God, this is like freaking yeah. crazy. The way they have it where it's like he's almost an adult. And as you're watching it, it's like this Jedi mind trick on you where you think like, ah, well, he's almost 18. And then you're like, oh my God, what? No, this is bad. And the way it plays out is obviously really bad. They do that, but they also have her husband who's just the biggest loser. (laughs) Mad. And and (laughs) she makes a point of saying like, this is the first guy I ever fell in love with. This guy I lost my virginity to. And he's this jackass who just has the musical (laughs) instruments in in the band and- the uh, the dads who rock uh, Phylum do not come out well in this one. <laughs> it's not so, great for them. I, I have so many thoughts on the husband, some of which are very judgmental and some of which are, are, are actually from a place of real empathy. I think actually that part of what you're supposed to be asking yourself is, wait, what's so wrong with Matt exactly? Like He, he likes to rock. Yeah, the worst thing that he did was fill a room in their home with musical instruments that he didn't talk to her about getting. Now, to be clear, uh, as I I told Adam as we were watching, I would also find that unacceptable (laughs) that it happened without a conversation. But... He seems to be fairly doting. He, you know, they're, they're, he's, he's with her for all of their doctor appointments. They're, they're, they're talking about getting pregnant, trying to get pregnant. He's in the lawn, uh, lawn work, interested in her life. How was your day? You know, she, uh, the, the, he gets home from the trip. It's like, I, I want to go to bed. I want to, okay, well, I want to fuck. Okay, fine. Like, he seems to be pretty game. And of course, they're not completely on the same page, but when is anybody in a marriage? And- that's the one thing so far that I really wish the show had a firmer hand on. Why is Claire making the decisions that she's making? I think that a little too much weight and emphasis is being placed on us seeing her steal a lipstick in the first episode. And then we get some insights about her upbringing and her life, the challenges that she's faced, uh, this sense that she never really got to live, always felt the pressure of having to be perfect, this reverse rebellion, as she puts it. But you know if you're going to do something like this that it's wrong and that it's going to blow up your life. And She doesn't the, seem the to totally know it's wrong, about. though. But she doesn't seem to totally know it's wrong because she cares the most about not getting caught, not the this is wrong part. But that's the thing, right? So, like, where are you seven episodes in? understanding Claire's disposition and mindset. Does she really think this is okay? Is the contrition only because Matt's embarrassed, her brother's embarrassed, and they got caught? Or does she actually carry culpability for the transgression? I don't totally know. Now, maybe that'll be what's explored in the ensuing episode. I have an answer. Okay. Go ahead. I think she's obviously a little off and a little damaged, right? And they establish this in a couple of different ways. Most importantly, the fact that she falls in love with her 17 year old high school student like that. Let's start there. Um, But she gives us the backstory (laughs) of, of, I met this dude in college. I didn't really, I, I was kind of, didn't really talk to a lot of guys back then. This is my first major boyfriend. 
guy lost my virginity too. And it seems she presents herself like I'm just this meek in my own shell. I never really was in charge of anything person. And mm-hmm. this relationship she has with this student is the first time like she kind of blossoms out of that, right? And she's in charge and she's Absolutely. being sneaky and she's telling the guy to delete the things. And and the whole rush of that leads to at some point she realizes she stops realizing that it's wrong. And that leads mm-hmm. to when she tells the friend, she's right. like, oh man, I have the I found this guy. It's unbelievable. It's the best sex I ever had. Who is right. it? It's Eric. Eric, Eric from your class? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has no idea it's bad. It's like she's gone off the deep end. Right. So yeah. I, that would be my case. I, I think that that's all right. Clearly, there's this aspect of the thrill doing something shocking when she never really allowed herself to let go at all and just swinging kind of instantly to the the, the far extreme of uh, what actions like that could look like. But again, I just think we need a little more than I stole one lipstick and I had a difficult time uh, growing up. I felt a lot of pressure to be perfect. And then uh, you know, and there's there's more where we we get insights about substance abuse in her family, but so you're I, you're missing one story about some sort of trauma from when she was a teenager or something. Not even that. It's less that we we need more uh, information about what happened in her life. We need more insight into how she has processed it and how that has led her to make the choices that she's making right now. Mm. She goes from Eric kissing her in her classroom and her telling him, get away from me. You can never do that again. You could ruin my life to- To getting jealous of him Throwing him eyes at homecoming and saying, let's go (laughs) fucking a car? That happened quickly. So I just want a little bit more about what's going through Claire's mind during all of that. (laughs) I've always liked Kate Mara. Yeah. And- it's weird. She's had an interesting career. She's kind of like, she's in Shooter with Mark Wahlberg. She's in House of Cards. Like she, she's yeah. pretty malleable career-wise, but I don't think has ever, you know, she hasn't had that kind of Rooney Mara, Girl in the Dragon tattoo kind of like lead role with like the unbelievable director or anything like that. I've always thought the most interesting thing she ever could have done was been in a movie with her sister. Mm. where they have like some psychotic sister relationship, some indie movie where one of them ends up killing each other in the end or something. I think she's really good in this. And one of the reasons I know she's good in this is because again, you're kind of rooting for her to get away with this heinous thing. (laughs) And and when she blows it, it it honestly was one of the best scenes of the year. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe you think this is a good idea to tell your friend this. So now we don't see her at all in episode seven and she's getting out of jail in episode eight. And we might as well do predictions and then we'll get out of here. Um, I assume they're going to see each other again. I assume there will be a reunion. I assume it will go well for a day or two days and then Mm -hmm. the wheels will come off fast would be my guess. Do you think that husband Matt is picking Claire up from county jail? Like, Did he stick around? Is he still there waiting for her? Well, it depends. You think he has a gig that day? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they might be playing at Mario's Saloon playing, oh eh, We got this God. new hoodie in the Bluefish cover We're really excited about <laughs> that's, the, that's actually like 
quietly the the single master stroke of the show is not just the scene that she when she chooses to 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 tell her colleague but the fact but that the she does before. it at his gig yeah, yeah it's at his gig she has to leave the gig she's so <laughs> horrified by him she's like let's go outside and have a cigarette oh matt tough stuff yeah. for matt i think that um matt's like i only want to be with you <laughs> <laughs> coming up next <laughs> Oh, poor Matt. Really poor rough, Matt. rough stuff here for, for Matt. That's a, Matt's that's the a biggest really loser. And then one. Eric's mom not realizing that something funky was going on with the son and, hey, I'm just going to go away for the weekend. And I, I find it hard to believe she didn't have a better sense that something was fishy. But I, I found myself thinking about that. Could a, Could a kid get away with that? I think, unfortunately, the answer is probably yes. You know, it's, it, we know that the, they have uh, 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 odd schedules with the work hours. Eric has to watch his brothers often. His yeah, mom is dealing fair. with a lot, juggling a lot. She's trying her best. There are a couple moments where she, you can tell she's wondering, "What? oh, you, she has that line, but it was very nice of her to, to, you know, to, to spend her Saturday doing this for you. And she's clearly like, this is uh, something is uncommon. My, is mom, my mom would have known right away. She would have known in five seconds. You know who actually I, I think we should we should mention here in the same uh, in the same context the brother the cop who doesn't oh, have yeah. a follow up why are you telling me to not issue a citation to your hammered seventeen year old student what's going on here yeah it's a why fair are you point. asking All me right. to, to risk my job for this kid we got to do predictions so first prediction. Okay. Matt's next gig, probably heavy on <laughs> Mellow Count and Crow songs. <laughs> Maybe a little Anna Begins. <laughs> no, oh long December. He, he's going all in. I think this brings the best work ever out of his band. That's one prediction. Um, okay. I, I'm think, excited for Mrs. Potter's lullaby from Matt. <laughs> yeah, that's a nine-minute nine version. Is there a chance Matt murders Eric and this is how this ends? I'm really glad you mentioned that. I've Thank been thinking you. a lot a lot about the prospect of a murder. I, I, <laughs> I'm really torn. There's a part of me, maybe like a, a, a bigger part of me than I'd like to admit that thinks the show needs a murder. Mm. <laughs> you know, I thought after <laughs> Claire told Catherine about Eric, uh, oh my God, she has to kill her now. Like that was oh, my, yeah. my first response. I'm not proud to say she has to chase her down in the parking lot and like bash her head in with that bottle of liquor that she's holding. I got to say that might be a better show. <laughs> in some ways, she just runs her down in her not, car. I would not rule out a murder. But one of the things that I'm wondering is how much time is going to pass. I'm not ruling out us seeing the next two decades of their of their lives in the few remaining episodes. I think we're gonna we're gonna span quite no, a lot of time here. We're established like it's 2014 was when he was Googling. Right. So basically they have six years to play with. That's and a that, lot. And Eric's like 25 in real life, so they could age him appropriately. Yeah. Is he gonna By stick the time with the plan? He got into Texas. Is he gonna does he is he gonna stay with the plan to go to med school and live his life? I don't know. I mean, this this isn't a spoiler alert because it's in the trailer, but if you try to avoid trailers, you've been warned. There's that shot of him in the trailer, clearly aged up, you know, different hair, different styling, and a, a line. And who knows? Sometimes stuff from trailers doesn't make it in, but how he he can't eat, he can't sleep, he can't move forward with his life. And I think that based on that, it seems like this is clearly heading in the direction of Eric saying, 
I, I need to, and this will probably be next episode, I would think, unless we get a whole, maybe we'll get a whole Claire episode, actually, and then they all come back together in episode nine. I think the episode eight is Claire, because we just got Eric. And then episodes nine and 10 are reckoning with their desire to still find a way forward together. Do you How think that they happens, aged him, what it means for Matt. <laughs> do you think they aged him better than Dominic West at the end of the affair? <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that the, we get a shot at some point of them standing uh, in front of a, a menu at a, a, a Montauk lobster shack where the price of chowder is $77. Like 40 years from now? <laughs> yeah, I think... I think the one ending we can rule out is they end up happily ever after because yeah, the the giant groom show is yeah the grooming disclaimer at the beginning and end of each show I think would maybe prohibit the happy ending. I assume I assume they make a go of it for two days. It goes badly, and she probably moves to try to find some new community where she's hoping maybe she changes her identity, but then somebody finds out they connect it and. She realizes she can never escape this mistake. I bet you there crime. was a, a crucial clue buried in that Dylan Thomas poem that'll end up bearing fruit in the finale. I'll have um, to reassess the text. Last question. Are you glad I made you watch this? Well, I am. First of all, it's always a joy for me to to share culture and content with you, as you know. I so thank that. you. I, I don't know if it's quarantine and uh, how long it's been, frankly, since I've been around other people, but I've enjoyed myself. <laughs> this has been, this has been uh, a confusing, um, distressing, disturbing, and, uh, you know, compelling viewing experience. So thank distressing, you. Distressing, disturbing, and compelling <laughs> is what we're looking for during the pandemic. Last, last question. Is okay. there going to be a season two? Because we've seen season twos oh of God. shows before that I what had no idea was going to be a season two. I actually what are you think- thinking? Anthology? Oh, every season it's a teacher? No, I was thinking more maybe Eric becomes the protagonist. And like The Affair was supposed to be a one season show. They ended up getting five seasons wow. and building you know, new characters and all this stuff. When you strike gold. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably three seasons too long. But I mean, uh, conceivably, if the ratings are good, I could see them bringing it back. Amazing. I don't know what happens to Kimera. Anyway, wow. all right. Mallory, a pleasure to see you as always. A teacher. Pleasure to be you, here with you. You can catch it on FX or on Hulu where they run the old FX. And the cool thing about this show for a binge, they, the episodes are like 23 to 25 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Great. So you yeah. can bang out basically three in an hour. You can bang out all six in like two hours, 10 minutes. Yeah. The entire the season episodes. is shorter than one episode of binge mode. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Mally Rubin, thank you. This is TV Concierge. We'll see you later in the week. <laughs>